Welcome to the Theus Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, Famwise, and today I'm addressing the acolyte question, why do ESTPs and INFJs hate not being given the benefit of the doubt? AKA the episode where CSJ is like, hey Sam, you need to like watch the entirety of Star Trek Lower Decks if you want to like get an accurate answer for this episode. Thank you. I just want to clarify that no one absolutely Love not being given the benefit of the doubt, but it's the difference between, like, you kidding me? And, you kidding me? That totally fell on the ground. Anyway, alright, let's begin with the analysis of the two types. So, ESTPs and INFJs, they are very pessimistic about their own humanity. And them as, like, human people character things. It's Soul Temple stuff. And, you know, they're... You know, low-level FI users, like FI Critic and FI Trickster. So they need, like, that external valuing from other people, as well as, you know, the lack of introverted sensing. That they are, like, not at peace with themselves or as self-aware, you know, that kind of stuff. Basically, they aren't set in stone as people in a more odd way like me as an si child i'm just like i'm gonna do me all the time basically you know they don't have that as much but part of their own rejection of them so like you know effie critic especially uh they reject themselves and they're kind of projecting that onto other people like you know like the idea of like you know when you think you're doing a bad job at something like that, and then you don't address it as, like, I think I'm doing a bad job to, like, a person, like a manager or a boss or something like that, you're like, sorry for doing a bad job. You, like, outright say that. You're, you're outright assuming that you're doing a bad job, or, like, the idea of you're feeling awkward, so you're assuming everyone feels awkward, and it's like, no, that could just be you. You know, that this list can go on for miles, but the idea of projecting, you know, they feel themselves that they're rejecting themselves and they're assuming other people are doing it too and it's like no no bro no i mean i can't say that for everyone but it's especially not true 100 percent of the time but what does make these estps and infjs feel human well it's when they proved to someone else through a concrete action like something tangible, not like a, oh, I intended the best. Like they did a thing for another human that was good. But of course, due to psychological entropy, this could be, you know, extroverted intuition and extroverted sensing, where extroverted intuition, like water, kind of like the slow, gradual wash that creates cool things like the Grand Canyon, but in your mind. Or extroverted sensing, where the wind knocks down a tree and it's pretty sudden. But the idea of that psychological entropy is that these concrete actions don't last long they kind of decay in your mind that oh yeah it's been a long time since i've done a concrete action now it's time to feel not human again so you know of course they go back to rejecting themselves and other people which is a true crime because estp the INFJ should never go lone wolf you know they need their wolf pack 
But yeah, the only way that an ESTP and an INFJ can feel human is when they are given the choice. Like, I'm like, hey, you have this chance to prove yourself humane through a concrete action. And it needs to be like a regular thing. Sorry, there's no good, cleverly written segue this time. If you guys want to be coached by C.S. Joseph, go to csjoseph.live slash coaching and you guys can get yourself a coaching session and to really know your type so you can understand yourself better and potentially understand people better. You know, offset your shortcomings and boost up your strengths. Alright, back to the video. Alright, Star Trek Lower Decks. So, Beckett Mariner, the main character, is an ESTP, subdeveloped, subfocused. She is a clone of CSJ's wife, Railgun. And that woman is a queen. But, you know, she kind of does a lot of the whole extrovert feeling child, like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, be helpful to a lot of people, but also, you know, the TE critic of, like, you know, the hell with the rules and lots of that stuff, uh... But she causes a lot of, you know, problems on the ship, like shenanigans and stuff like that. Uh, things going wrong a lot of the time because she tends to, you know, stray from the main mission. You know, things like, oh, she started, like, power washing some walls in one of the episodes. And that led to, like, some alien rune cipher whatever stuff. And it, like, sent out a laser... And it turned, like, one of the guys into, like, this god that was, like, transforming the world into his image. You know, that kind of stuff. But in the last few episodes of season three, there's this journalist that, you know, does journalism and interviews with a lot of the people on the ship. And she was amazed to find out that, you know, all these shenanigans were happening. And she told uh, the captain about it. The this captain is actually the mother of Beckett Mariner. And the captain is like a vainglory type. Where, you know, it's like, oh yeah, it's my daughter, whatever stuff. And, like you know, a lot of that stuff is like, you know, she disobeys authority a lot. But she doesn't, like, go after reputation, if that makes sense. Like, if the mother was, like, a authority type, like ESTJ or... INFP, she'd probably be long gone because that disrespect of authority, but with this journalist, you know, getting the story of, like, the shenanigans and stuff like that, and, you know, she was gonna write a piece about it, like, is this captain fit to, you know, lead the ship? That's going after a reputation. Now that is where she starts getting, like, okay. But she, basically any demons, uh, her daughter, where it's, like, she just assumed that, you know, the person telling about this was, you know, her daughter, Beck Mariner, because she's the one that had the most information on this. But she basically got sent to a different ship, like the lowest level ship. Like, icky and like technology from the 70s, not like futuristic 70s, but like actually our modern 70s. And the captain found out that, wow. Her daughter was the only one that actually gave a good interview of the ship. So, you know, she feels bad and she's trying to make rights, but... Becca Mariner is long gone. She basically joined grave robbers. But, like, sci-fi grave robbers. Like, stealing artifacts from, like, sci-fi tombs and stuff like that. 
Luckily, she had the opportunity to show her humanity by basically stopping, like, this AI Star Trek ship from destroying basically everything. And she basically did that by gathering a wolf pack, basically. Like, she gathered every Star Trek ship that there is to, like, fight off against this one AI Titan ship. I can't fully say if all those ships are, like, her wolf pack, but I know at least, like, three of them had her homies on it, like, leading the ships. So I imagine it's wolf packs bringing wolf packs. I don't know. But I'll count it as wolf packs. But, yeah, so she saved the day, they made things right, and we never got a fourth season. Okay, so she had the opportunity to... Be humane. Now, the needs, as, you know, you're able to help your Templars, your your character, temple, soul temple, Templars. Character, soul, temple, Templars. Say that ten times fast. What you need to do. They hate not being given the benefit of the doubt. You should give them the benefit of the doubt. And you know who does that the best? Philosopher types. More specifically, like, the wrath-oriented philosopher types, like, you know, absolution, you know, that counterpoint to wrath, is about basically absolving all guilt, all wrongdoings from a person, like, 100% forgiveness. That's what that's about. And, you know, if they have their choice taken away... Uh, that's when they prove how humane they are. Which, you know, that could be several things. Like, I'll give an INFJ example with my INFJ little sister. Yes, I live in a house of all Templars. ENFJ mom, ISTP dad, ESTP brother, INFJ sister. No, none of them are mistyped. It's tragic, I know. But, <laughs> uh, my sister, she... Basically passed a school bus illegally and she got caught. Then she had to, like, pay a ticket. But, like, you know, it was just an accident. But my brother was making a joke about it of, like, like, oh, sister with a criminal offense. She doesn't like children, stuff like that. And, you know, she got so mad at this Christmas party. I think it was a Christmas party. Or it was a birthday. It's a, that general time range. But, like... Yeah, she got super mad, was cussing in front of the Pentecostal grandparents, and yeah, she just outright left. It was so funny. I wish I was there. Anyway. But if you aren't a philosopher type, basically what you can do, or at least do to the best of your ability, is that they're NI, they're, you know, choosing. Be patient enough, you know, introvert sensing patience, to give them the chance to prove their humanity. This is required for giving the benefit of the doubt is that level of patience. Happy holidays, everyone. Catch you guys on the next episode and see ya. Hey!